Today, I want to take my church's attention. And also next Sunday, my dear friend, Pastor Sammy Tangaya, will be ministering from God's Word at our church here. If you all don't know, um, they pastor one of the largest church in South Asia with more than 50,000 people. And uh, my dear friend, uh, you know, he's been with me for a long time and he's joining us for worship. Um, and he'll be bringing God's Word next Sunday at our English service here. So come join us um, if you have no other plans. If you have plans, cancel them, reschedule, be at Zion next weekend. God bless you. Today, I want to take my church's attention on something special that the Lord put in my heart last week. Uh, and, and as you know, I mean, I did not tell any of my church leaders about this message that the Lord put in my heart. But uh, on through the last week, there are th situations that were kind of changing. Uh, and I'm like, God, this is your season and we are about to see it. I want to title my message today as My Kairos Moment. My Kairos moment. Praise the Lord. If you're aware, kairos is, 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 is a Hebrew terminology here. And, and, and with, with, with what it refers to is that it's a divine opportunity which only God can bring in our life. And in Greek, when we look into the kairos moment, it's a divine time, a divine opportunity that only God can bring in our life. Everybody in this room, we can all flash our watches, you know, like I have the Apple Watch 6 series, which the church had gifted me a couple of years ago. I love this watch and sometimes it bothers me because it gives me so many notifications every time I have to turn this off, you know, and, 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 and there are people here, you might be, you might have a tag here or a, a, a rado, whatever watch you have, but it all shows the same time, which is a chronos time. The chronos time is a chronological, sequential time that all of us know. We expect and we know the time schedule. For example, you know that your work starts at 9 o'clock and you have to leave at 8 to reach there before and be there. It's a chronological time. Pregnancy. We know that after 9 months or premature babies. We know a sequence in that. In Lord of Life activities, we can and we trust on the chronos time of what is yet to happen. Why? Because something has happened in the past that lets us know that in the perfect time schedule of the chronos time, things will take place. I plan, if, I, if there are people here who have planted uh, or started a company, you know that there are, there's going to be a season where you're say, letting or uh, setting the foundation for the company. You're inviting partners and you wait for three months of where you are advertising and gathering up resources. And then in the chronos timeline, you also set up, oh, you know what? After five months, I need to see increments in my business project. I need to see some sort of a change within what I have established. Chronos time in relationships, we understand it. Chronos time in education, we understand it. 12 years of school and then high school and college. And, you know, we understand those timelines, the chronos. We understand everything around us revolves around the chronos time 365 days or 366 days 24 hours in a day seven days in a week 12 months a chronos time a lot timeline that we all fall under we know it we recognize it but today I want to talk to us and the church about the kairos moment of God 
The chronos actually is set in the palms of the Almighty God. In other words, your timeline that we are working on, timeline that I might be praying for, God says, baby, I am holding it together in the palms of my hand. The one who has created everything says, I am the one who created the moon for you to have light during the night. And I set it up over there so that your time revolves around what I commanded to do. Praise the Lord. When we walk outside during a sunny day, we see the sun outside. Wow, we see the creation of God. When we walk outside on a starry night, we look at the sky, we see the moon, the stars, we look and we are amazed. We're like, God, you're awesome, you're wonderful. Why do we say that? Because time revolves around God. And sometimes in our life schedules, when things don't happen the way we planned it to happen, we always are like blaming God. But listen, one moment of God's Kairos intervention in our life can change everything. One moment of God's Kairos intervention. What is Kairos moment? What is it? Kairos is the divine opportunity, time, which is possible only by God. No other force in the earth. The book of Amos chapter 9 verse 13 is where I want to camp for some time. The book of Amos chapter 9 verse 13. Please uh, put it on the screen. Let's read it together. If you have your Bibles, your soft, your hard, whatever Bibles you carry, the Bible that you have to charge, the other Bible that charges you up, whichever Bible you carry. Come on, y'all. Amos chapter 9 verse 13. It says, The time will come, saith the Lord, when the grain and the grapes will grow faster then they can be harvested. Then the terraced vineyards on the hills of Israel will drip with sweet wine. As you look into the scripture portion here, the land of Israel due to many years of captivity has been desolate, empty, void, destroyed. Everything that they had is completely taken over by the enemies. All of their crops all of their fertile land is destroyed by the enemies. And everybody in this room, we have some sort of an experience with agriculture. When I say agriculture, maybe a kariapala, like a curry leaf, you know. I try many, many years and every year, Anisha and I, we, somebody gives us a one kariapala, one you know, curry leaf and we come and we put it, it, it grows good for a couple of months and after that, I don't see what, goes, what went wrong. You know, don't have a green thumb like many of y'all. Some of y'all, I walk into your back here, my God, you know, it's like wonderful. Maybe you can start exporting goods to all these places too, you know. Every season is so useful. A farmer knows in what season he has to sow. And he knows that exact season when he can harvest what he had. So, listen, you cannot harvest what you have not sown. And that is the principle of God's word. If you have worked hard to sow something, Bible says those who uh, sow in tears will reap in joy. If you sow and what you sow, you will harvest it. Praise the Lord. 
I repeat that. If you sow and what you sow, you will. What are you sowing this season? You want to see a harvest turn around life situations in your, in your life in, in, in the coming months? What are you going to sow right now, right here, this moment in God's presence? What you sow, you will reap. The time will come, saith the Lord. It's a prophetic word over a pathetic group of people. It is a prophetic word over a group of people that has lost everything. Their land, their occupation, their life, their family, everything that meant something in their life is completely lost. And in the midst of that, a prophet arises to declare and decree the word of the Lord into that community that brings life to the next generation. In the midst of your struggle, your pain, whatever you're going through, brother and sister, God will use your word, the word that you are reading and you're meditating on will be a prophetic utterance in your life situation that can bring forth a Kairos moment deliverance in your life. Now prophesy that over your children, your business, your future, your relationship and whatever you see has been derailed. This is a divine opportunity in your life, a moment to step into the Kairos moment of God. Then the time will come, saith the Lord, when the grain and the crops will grow faster than they can be harvested. There's a time that the farmers had to wait. They put the grain, they work hard. Um, they, in the vineyard, they sow the plants. and There's a time season for it to grow. And as, as in, in human ideology and mindset with the intellectual knowledge and capacity of a farmer, he has worked hard for so many years. His generations have worked hard for so many years. So they actually know the calendar, how it works. In the month of January, I will sow the grain. And by April, I might see some sort of a harvest. I'm waiting for it to come. I'm waiting for that season to unturn. I'm waiting for everything that I have sown to come because it takes like four to five months for that to completely turn around and become a harvest, bring some joy in my life. But listen, as the word of God mentions here, this land, this place is desolate. They are rebuilding it. But the prophetic word comes into their life. In the midst of their pathetic situation, in the midst of a dark void environment. I wonder how many of you are seated in the midst of something that is destroyed in your life. Something that you were holding valuable in your life. And over the years or months or weeks or days, that you were holding valuable is destroyed. But in the midst of that is the prophetic word. In the midst of that comes the word of God. Oh, in the beginning, the world was in darkness. Deep waters were all around. But God did not keep himself away from creating all things new. He said, let there be. I am the God of creation.
And that's exactly what I want to declare over this house right now. In the midst of what seems to be darkened, empty, void, destroyed. The word of the Lord comes over. The Holy Spirit hovers upon that and says, I am about to create all things new. Sometimes we think, you know what? Maybe my debt can be paid off in 20 years of hard work and I'm going to work this thing and I'll create my, clear my debt. I'll clear up my mortgage. That's how we calculate. Hey, you know, I have a job. With my job, with my income, with my knowledge, I'll get a good job. We plan things according to what everybody else has done. So we fall into the chronology chronology of everybody else's timeline. We fall under, we practice that. We know what is next and what is yet to come. We know it and sometimes because we know all of it, we don't trust in God. And those are the moments God messes up the situation. Something that you were holding on to is destroyed. And in the midst of that, God is the only hope. And that is why I said, Kairos moment is a divine opportunity that can happen only through God. I repeat, Kairos moment is a divine opportunity that can happen only through God. The time will come when the grain and the grapes will grow together and faster than they can be harvested. Can I just declare over my church? You might be working too hard this season. But everything you tried to do in many years, God can accelerate that. I repeat, God can accelerate that. First thing that I want to share to my church is Kairos time is accelerated time. Something you've waited for many years. You practice it. You have worked hard for it. But when one divine encounter in the presence of God, Kairos moment is an accelerated time. Bible says that the grain and the grapes will grow faster than they can be harvested. It's a prophetic word in the life of people that has lost everything. It's a prophetic word today at Zion to everybody. If you're here for the very first time, brother, sister, you're not here by accident. Maybe God wanted to give you this word of assurance today. Kairos moment is God's accelerated moment. Your years that you thought has been wasted. No, no, no. No time is ever wasted in the timeline of God Almighty. Joseph waited 13 years. Abraham waited 25 years. Moses waited 40 years. There are people who waited. You are waiting. Good news. We're all in the same company. Good news. In the Kairos moment of God, it is the accelerated time of God. What you thought has been wasted. No, you are wrong. The Kairos moment is the accelerated time of God. Praise the Lord. Next coming weeks is going to be an accelerated timeline for many of y'all. What took years in your life is going to happen suddenly. Do you believe that? You receive the word. What has taken years to build 
You waited too long. In the accelerated time of God, it's going to be the God of suddenly. It's going to be sudden. Doors that thought will never be opened will be opened. Things that did not change for many months or years, you waited for it to change, will change. And as a pastor, I want to release that prophetic word. There's going to be a season of accelerated time in your life. I repeat, there's going to be a season of accelerated time in your life. The God of sudden encounters. But here's the thing. God is about to do something. But you don't miss the mark and don't miss the place. I would say don't miss the place of the encounter. For a farmer... You got to do what he does. You can't harvest what you have not sown. The grain and the grape will grow faster than they can be harvested because the farmer was ready to sow. When we do our part faithfully, obediently, God will never disappoint us. Are you with me, church? When we do our part, God will never disappoint us. Listen, sometimes because things don't happen in our own timeline, we take our timeline into a disappointment. One divine appointment in the presence of God can change and turn around our disappointments. Grain and the grapes will grow together and faster than they can be harvested the kairos moment of god is the accelerated time in your life when nehemiah was going to build, build the wall we all know the story right nehemiah built the ruined walls what actually took years for them to build nehemiah built in 52 days what actually took years for the children of Israel to come together to build and to plan and to build. It took only 52 days for Nehemiah to build. The Kairos moment of God is the accelerated timeline. Wine. Is special. As time passes through. With time, as wine is fermented, it becomes more tastier. It becomes more nicer. Or it is expensive. I was at Costco and I was walking through the aisles and I say, one of the bottles were like $2,000. I'm like, what the heck? Why? The other one is like $20. I'm like, okay. But this was from 1970s. As time passed through, it became tastier. It became expensive. It became valuable. When Jesus asked the people to bring him water, he took the six jars, filled it up to the brim, and he said, in God's name, in Jesus' name, God that you honor, that they have in plenty. Water changed to wine. What would take probably days, months, years 
to become nicer, wonderful, expensive experience took just moments in one prayer. Obedience of the people around him resulted in the accelerated time of God. Obedience of the people around him resulted in the action. What took years for people. What might take years for everybody else. But in the hands of God, he just took that pot with water and he changed it and made it wine. I am here to declare this is your accelerated season. Something new and beautiful and expensive is coming out as you wait on the Lord. I repeat that. Something new and great is coming out as you wait on the Lord. The accelerated time of God is in due over your season. When everybody who came to the wedding, they tasted the wine, what did they say? This is the best thing ever. We have never had such an experience. Why did you save the best for the last? Why did you save the best to now? You should have given it to us in the early. In the moment of God, when he recognized the people and their obedience, the accelerated time just kicked in. What are you waiting for? What can you obey this season? In other words, what can you give into the hands of God? Whatever is given to the hands of God, he blesses it and he changes. Are you with me, church? I pray this is going to be a Kairos moment in your life. Number two, Kairos moment is um, Ecclesiastes chapter 11 verse 4. Let's read Ecclesiastes chapter 11 verse 4. It says, whoever watches the wind will not plant. Whoever looks at the clouds will not reap. What does it say? What does it talk to us about? Now anybody who does agriculture, they look to seasons for sowing and harvesting. They rely on the natural forces and the timeline for a harvest. But in Ecclesiastes chapter 11 verse 4, it says, whoever watches the wind will not plant. In other words, the writer is explaining here or telling us People who are trying, trying hard and finding excuses in every season will not achieve anything. Are you with me, church? There might be people, you know what? Oh, not today, maybe tomorrow. Not this season, maybe next season. We're all sometimes fired up to do something. And then after two hours, we're like, ah, maybe not now, maybe, maybe sometime later. And we sometimes blame it to the Holy Spirit as well. Praise the Lord. But whoever watches the wind, whoever looks for the clouds will never reap because they're always trying to find an excuse not to do what they must be doing. And there are a lot of people in our community today, we can blame circumstances, we can blame things around, but we will not do what we are supposed to do. What is that one thing that you know you must be doing and you haven't done it and you're waiting on the Lord to answer? Let this be thought-provoking in our life. What is that one thing in our family that we must do and we haven't done, but we are waiting for the answer of the Lord? 
What is that one thing in my education? What is that one thing in my ministry? What is that one thing in my church? What is that one thing in my team? What is that one thing in my business? What is that one thing that you know you must be doing, but you're just trying to find excuses? You're just trying to find excuses. Listen, when you're going on a higher altitude with decisions and honoring God, lower things will always pull you down. When you make a life's intentional direction to climb up the altar of God, to climb up the mountain of God, in a spiritual sense, lower things will always keep pulling you down. Set your eyes on Jesus. Keep following Him. One moment in the presence of God can change situations around. One moment in His presence what are you waiting for this season? Have you done what you must, you must be doing? If you have, stay there faithfully. The door will be open for you. Sometimes we wait for a door to be open. But while you're waiting for the door to be open, praise Him in the hallway anyway. As you're waiting for the doors to be open, just keep praising and honoring God. Just be found in the place where God wants to meet with His children. And in the due appointed time of heaven, you will receive what God has for you. For a farmer, when he looks to plant, looks at the seasons. But here's the thing. You know, when he looks at the forecast, the forecast sometimes can bring fear and frustration in our life. We want to do something great and that's when the news channel will announce, hey, you know what, there's a tornado. We want to do something um, and that's when the weather conditions are so bad. Like in Texas, you know, just the announcement of snow, like there are like 30% of snow Everybody is shut doors. Walmart is empty. No attendance in churches. It's just going to rain. Nobody will show up. <laughs> Forecast creates a season of fear and frustration in our life. Why? Because we know what the forecast is about. We know what's not going to happen if it happens the way the forecast is telling us. But listen, that's where you as a child of God, you're different from everybody else on the street. You as a child of God, you see the forecast might tell you facts. But your faith is above the mere facts there. Your faith is above what forecast might tell you, brothers and sisters. Within your business, your life, your family, your business, everything might look missed and, and derailed the season. But hey, one chronos moment of God can accelerate things for you. One chronos moment of God. Number two, Kairos time is restoration time. Why well, speak that prophetically in your life today? Kairos time is restoration. The first one was Kairos time is accelerated time. Kairos time is restoration time in your life. Let's read Joel chapter 2. And some of you all, I, I see in my spirit, you must highlight the scripture. Joel chapter 2, verse 25. Joel chapter 2, 
verse 25. Thank you, Jesus. It says, I will repay you for the years the locusts have eaten. The great and the young locusts. The other locusts and the locusts one. My great army that I sent among you. In other words, whatever the enemy has destroyed in your life, Bible says, my chronos moment, no, no, my kairos moment is a restoration time in your life. Maybe it's five years in some sort of a relationship which not work and you're like, I can't do this life and it's so pathetic and I'm, I feel like I'm a failure. Brother, sister, when the Kairos moment comes in your life, it is a season of restoration. Whatever years you thought has been gone, taken away, God says, I will repay it. I will repay it. I will repay it. Your finances, I will, your years that you lost, your education that you think, your business, whatever thing that you wanted to do and accomplish, when you are found faithful in the sight of God, listen, God says, I will repay it. Do I have some agreement in this room? I will repay it. As a man in charge right now, I want to prophesy, prophesy over a prophetic word over my people. I will, I will repay it. I am the Lord. I will repay it. I am the Lord. I will repay it. Abraham waited for a child for many years. But when the child showed up, he was not just the father of one, but the father of many. I will repay it. I will repay it. Years wasted, God says, I will repay it. My Kairos moment is a time of restoration. What is that area of restoration that you all need in your life? What is the area of restoration that you're waiting for in your life? I want to declare on the sound of my voice today, watching me online, this is your Kairos moment of restoration. If you read God's word, and I suggest that you read his word every day. And I pray that we will never leave the word of God from our life. And I pray and I urge that we will teach the word of God to our little children. This word of God honors people who honors the word of God. Kairos time is accelerated time. Kairos time is a restoration time. Second Kings chapter 3 verse 17 is a beautiful portion here. It says, for this is what the Lord says. You will see neither the wind nor rain, but yet this valley will be filled with water and you and your cattle and all the animals, all the other animals will, will drink. The restoration time. The children of Israel is going through a season of famine. They have lost everything. They have lost everything that can actually sustain them. Can I have the team behind me? Everything that can sustain their livelihood. Everything that can sustain their family. Everything that can sustain, keep them alive, keep them going. is completely lost. Completely gone. And that's where God sends a prophet. Can I tell you something? Honor God's prophets. Because the word of God comes through them for us to change and us to receive. It says, 
For this is what the Lord says. You will not see wind or rain. But yet, but yet I prophesy, but yet this valley will be filled with water. But yet this valley will be filled with water. There's a financial breakthrough in Jesus' name. You will not see the wind or the rain, but yet you will see that this place will be filled with water. What the enemy has taken over, God says, I'm about to release it to you. What the enemy has subdued and destroyed and made it void and desolate and empty and darkness has overwhelmed it and overwhelmed your life. But God says, no, my Kairos moment is an accelerated time. My Kairos moment for you is a season of restoration. He will restore to you the years that the devil has looted you. God has a timetable. God has a plan. We are part of the plan. We are in the palms of the mighty hands of God who has created this world. Listen to this God, church. God has a plan. We are part of the plan and we rest in the assurance in the palms of the mighty hands of God who has created this world out of nothing. If God has created it, trust in his timing, trust in the process. God is about to do something. This is your accelerated time. This is your restoration time. This is your Kairos moment in the timeline of God Almighty. Can we all rise up in God's house? The Lord is prompting my heart to mention this to my church right now. For somebody who is in this room, family who is in this room. Whatever the enemy has taken out from your life, this is your season to walk in God's accelerated time. Whatever the enemy has looted out of your life, destroyed your peace, your joy, your happiness, your family life, your business, your education. I repeat under the sound of my voice right now. I'll receive this word under the sound of my voice. This is your Kairos moment. This is your season of accelerated time. This is a season of restoration in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Brothers and sisters, trust in His timing. Rely on His promises. Wait for His answers. Believe in His miracles. Rejoice in His goodness and relax in His presence. Let me read that once again so that my church takes it as a prophetic word over your life. As I was writing this down this week for my church, the Lord was telling me, prophesy into my church. Prophesy. And I'm going to keep saying these things over and over and over and over again. You know why? Because I want the enemy to listen. You know what? You can bring whatever you want to bring into the life of my family. But as a pastor, as a prophet in this house, I'm going to declare the goodness of God 
trust in his timing rely on his promises wait for his answers believe in his miracles rejoice in his goodness and relax in the presence of god this season after you have done all you could do i want you to take a time and moment relax in the presence of god take a time and moment relax in the presence of our almighty god and say god i have done everything but now i want you to move Kairos time is accelerated time. Some of you all, I declare in this room that marriages will happen this year. This is your Kairos moment. Marriages will happen in the life of your children this season. Parents, if you're here to believe with me, receive this word. Your children will graduate from schools and colleges in Jesus' name. They will find jobs in Jesus' name. promotions and increments and uh, uh, that was that was set aside and, and 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 they looked over you but they cannot miss you anymore because this is your accelerated time in the presence of God this is your season of a divine promotion this is your season of a divine increment and i declare your spiritual life coming back to Jesus as well as i make this declaration Psalms 31 verse 15 is the last scripture I want to read for you all. Psalms 31 verse 15 says, "Lord, my times are in your hands. Deliver me from the hands of my enemies, from those who pursue me." Can we put it on the screen? I want us as a church to read the scripture together. and make this as a declaration. Can we do that? Is that okay? Can we put that scripture on our screens right now? It's from um Psalms 31:15. Psalms 31 31:15. It says, "Lord, my times." Can we all read it together if you can read the screens here on the online as well. "Lord, my times are in your hands. Deliver me from the hands of my enemies, from those who persecute me." "Lord, my times are in your hands how many of you believe god my times in your hands my january my feb my march my april my may my, my june my july my august my september my october my november my december my the year 2022 and the years to go is in your hands i will rely and trust in your timing and your promises over our children You know, one of the things that we have to see, God in the Bible, He does everything in its own time. Three and a half years of Jesus' ministry. Thirty years, nobody knows anything about it. Thirty years of what Jesus and where Jesus, nobody knows. Bible just tells us that. Jesus just grew finding favor. Jesus has just grew in stature. That's all we know. The year of 30 when he turned 30. He started his public ministry. Three and a half years of public ministry. It's overshadowed by 30 years of private ministry. Nobody knew he's just a carpenter's son. He's just Mary's son. Nobody knew about him. But one day Jesus made an appearance. 
healing the sick rebuking the demons oh i repeat today healing the sick rebuking the demons young people of the church listen to me very carefully you have a calling from god for a time such as this your prayers will change things around healing the sick rebuking the demons out of lives families will be restored Jesus has 30 years of ministry nobody knows 3 and a half years of his public ministry at the end of his 3 and a half years of public ministry one night one night he gathered his disciples together and he said hey you know what brothers i have done everything that i need to i have taught you everything that you must follow and practice but here is that one night now i want to have a dinner with you I want to chill out of this table inviting all of you all and be around this table. Listen. It happened 2000 years ago. It's the same even right now this moment in 2022 on March 27 at 12:13 p.m. Jesus is inviting us to be around the table. He's inviting us to be around the table. It is our privilege to be here. to be found in the grace of heaven on that night bible says jesus was betrayed he took the bread in his hands he broke it for his people and he said this is my broken body my body will be broken into a million pieces so that your million pieces can be joined together in the accelerated time of god in the restoration Kairos moment of heaven. Same way Jesus took the cup in his hand, he blessed it and he said, "God, thank you." And he looked at his disciples and said, "Hey, you know what? This is my blood, my new covenant. From today on, I want you to believe in the the new covenant that I'm establishing here through the cross that you and me we are one family together." There is no sin greater than the blood of Jesus. There is no sin that his blood cannot wash. There is nothing in life that we'll ever turn that can keep us away from the grace of our heavenly Father. It's not through works, but it's through the grace of our Father. Believe me church today. This morning young people listening to me believe me the price paid on that cross do not reject the lord and savior walk in his ways you might go through a season of frustration because of your own timeline but understand that you rely on god's timing trust in his process god is about to do something here